Hello and welcome to Banter and Chill with your host, Imi Baby. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Banter and Chill podcast. Now, this is not just any episode of Banter and Chill podcast. This is the first episode of the highly anticipated season 2. Even though these people are anticipating it, we're not more than five share, but still, highly anticipated season two of the podcast. So after a long break, it felt really long. It actually feels good to be back here, to be talking again, to be in your ear. And good news, I'm also in your faces this time around. So if you're listening to this on Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, wherever you're listening to this on, I want to let you know that we have a YouTube channel now. So you cannot just hear my voice, you can see my fine face as I'm talking. But regardless, I want to say a big welcome back to Bantan Chill Podcast. So if you have been keeping up with our social media platforms, if you've been keeping up with me generally, any baby, you would you would know that I have been promising guests. I've been saying, oh, we're going to have guests in season two, blah, blah, blah. And I know that you're probably looking around in the video like, ah, where's the guest this babe promised us? Calm down. Guests will start coming from like next month. But I'm a woman of my word. You can see I have new fancy mic. So don't worry. Everything is in order. But from next month, we're going to start having guests on the show. And we're going to make it all the more interesting. Now, for this episode of the podcast, I will be talking about surviving NYC with emphasis on NYC camp. Dun, dun, dun. For some people, it's a bittersweet experience, actually. For some, it's more bitter than sweet. For some, it's more sweet than bitter. Regardless, it's something that most Nigerian youths have to go through. Now, the some people suffer outside camp, but some people... Some people will tell you that their worst NYC experience was actually when they were in camp. So, um, a few weeks ago, I sent out a broadcast message to people I have on my WhatsApp, you know, list, and I sent out some questions about NYC and NYC camp. And some people did respond to me. So, I'll be talking about my own experience, and you'll be hearing from because some people sent um voice notes, some people sent texts. I think I made a mistake. Now, this apology is actually for my YouTube family, for the family I'm about to start developing on YouTube. Because I asked um, some people to send, because I opened the floor for people who are responding to send both videos and audios, I have to now try and add the audio here in real time as you guys are watching me. For people who are just listening, they probably not notice that anything is wrong or anything is missing, but those that are watching, you have to watch me I'll arrange the video here live and direct so i apologize in advance for that i'm going to try not to do cut and join cut and join with the video but i cannot promise anything anyway so i got multiple responses about how the nic experience was in general and i think this is a topic that's going to like help people relieve what it was like for them and also help educate those who are about to start their own nyc year now so if you know you are done with university that's not the worst of it i know you're like breathing in and out like oh my god finally i'm done i'm done with uni that's not the worst of it you have to still pass through nyc and i'm not saying nyc is the worst of it to please before people go and cosplay somewhere nyc is not the worst of it but if you know that you just you're fresh out of uni and you've gotten your nyc call-up letter 
then this episode is definitely for you. So take several seats. Let me give you guidelines on how to survive NYSC, especially the camping experience. All right, so if you know me, you know I live in Lagos. And if you know me very well, you know that it's NYSC that brought me to Lagos. Before NYSC brought me to Lagos, NYSC took me to Kano. So I camped in Kano State, Karaye. There's this popular dam around the area, Kusala Dam, that they always remind us about. But yeah, NYSC took me through Abuja, through multiple places that I've never been to, just to get me to camp. So that's one of the perks, I think, of this whole camping thing, because it, you know, it, it, it's encourages I don't know if you understand what I mean for those that can see me they can see me doing something with my hand but if you're listening it encourages them to say what is the word for migrating within a country anyways it encourages that kind of migration you know when you migrate within the country now as a disclaimer for people watching if you see me looking down a lot it's because the audio is going here so I have to make sure this one too is fine alright anyways um, if you are going to go to camp, if you receive your colleagues and you're supposed to go to camp, there are a couple of things that you do need that are very important. First things first, you need your NYC call-up letter, you need your school identity card. Don't go there with anything laminated though. You need green card, you can get this on from your portal on NYC website. You need a certificate or statement of your results. You need passport photographs. Contrary to popular belief, you don't need up to 30. People just give you that advice because... Anything you don't do outside and you need to pay money for income is is three times as expensive, basically. Then you're going to need a certificate of fitness. So these are like the core things you need. Everything else that you would need is based on your pocket and what you what you think okay you would need in camp, like medication or provisions. That's all up to you. But these ones I just called, they're not up to you. If you don't guide them to camp, they'll send you back. Anyways. So as I said, I did reach out to a couple, um, a couple of people and I sent out questions. First question is, what was one of the weirdest advices you got about NYC camp before you started that you greeted listening to? Abiba said, they told her, no, Abiba said, she sent a text actually. The fact that we have to resume camp on the day written on our letter, it was shocking to see people resuming like 15 days after camp opened. I didn't see people resume like 15 days after camp opened in my camp, but I do know that people were coming like four or five days after and they made you look like, ah, if you don't come that first day, sorry for you, O-Y-O. And then Mr. Dominic said, do not go in with anything other than the accepted uniform or they will seize it. That he really regretted listening to that advice. Um, so I got some audio responses for the questions. Like I said, I didn't make a mistake of telling people that they can send in texts or they can use voice notes to respond. And because there is voice notes to respond, the people listening via audio platforms they will not see any problem but those watching you have to now watch me start arranging audio in real time so i apologize for that again i apologize multiple times but yeah so mari sent in an audio power sent in an audio amaya sent in an audio now for me i got the same advice as mr dominic i was told not to go in with anything other than accept a uniform so one that i remember very well in particular is cardigans they were like if it's not white don't carry it and I don't have white cardigans. So I just carried only one sweater at the time and one pantyhose. I'm like, okay, in case I get there and is it lie, at least I'm not left in the cold. My dad was a terrible lie. People used to wear different color of sweater, people used to wear different color of pantyhose. And me, I carried just one of each. 
and it was very cold. Like it was so cold that <laughs> it was so cold that I used to double my sheets for myself. If there's one thing people that know me know is I always have plenty of sheets and I carry plenty to come. So I used to fold two together. So it would be thick enough to cover me at night because I wanted to have cold. So I regretted listening to that advice from people. Anyways, I'm going to play um Maro Poe and Amenia's audio for you right now. And so the NIC campus, if it was a lifetime experience and I should enjoy it, I'll meet people from different spheres of life and it's going to be really interesting. There was nothing interesting about that shit. I wanted to leave the minute I was inside the gate so that Okay, so generally, I had, like, the worst kind of experience ever. First things first, the advice I'm going to give anybody is that if you can miss camp, please do, because one of the first lines they told to me was that camp was fun. Camp is going to be fun. And everyone was saying the same thing, camp is fun, camp is fun, camp is fun. And then when me and my friends don't run it, <laughs> when we when we started experiencing some of the things, we were like, why was the line necessary? Like, why was everybody saying camping? My weirdest advice. Okay, the advice I got for going to camp was star. Not necessarily an advice though, but you know all this talks about camping, stressful camping not enjoyable and everything. For me I enjoyed my camp because I camped in Porta Court. Um, for me it was fun I got to like make um, friends and my camp had like so many restaurants and so many shopping centers so I was always eating alright so the truth is I'm not discriminating against you boy, but the moment you say oh I come to Buttercut I just knew like we cannot take your own advice serious because you come to one of the decent places I've seen videos I've seen videos of um Portacourt, the camp in River State, and I know, and I know that if they had sent me there, at least my life would have been 50% happier or better than it was when they sent me to Kano. Now, I know that Mari was deployed to Lagos, so I'm surprised that one is back, because Lagos is like the shit, like people struggle to get to um, be deployed to Lagos and go to Lagos camp, but Mari just had like a series of unfortunate events in camp, her phone blew up, blah, 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 you all hear it, you hear it from her. But so I feel like that really affected like her own experience. Now as for me, I mean I went to a kitty, yeah. But generally I think it's the camp thing. It's the camp thing. It's not about where they put you to, it's the camp in particular. Some of us will just the whole thing was just just for tiring. Anyways, the second question here is do you camp in a state you've never been to? That's the second question. Do you camp in a state you've never been to? And um Daniel, fun fact, Daniel and I comes in the same state, same batch. Daniel said, yeah, what he was made to believe is that Boko Haram will carry all of us. But the question is, did you come in a state you've never been to? And what's something you were made to believe about where you camped? Daniel said, Boko Haram will carry all of us. Me, I had the same beliefs as Daniel. I'm not going to lie. I was scared because what if they blow us up any time? Then Habiba said, yes, oh my dear, we were told it's a taboo to kill snake there. Habiba camped in um, Enugu, so in Enugu apparently is a taboo.
to kill snakes. Now, for this particular question, Amaya is the Amaya's audio is the only one I found worthy enough to put here. So let's hear what Amaya said about question two. Something funny you were meant to believe about my account. Oh, I've always seen like terrible um, posts on Twitter about Ikiti. Come. Someone to come in and find out it was true. It, 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 it was terrible. So I find it hard to feel sorry for Amaya because you've been seeing it online now that the place is not good and you were still shocked. You're shocked? You're shocked? They didn't tell you? But you did know. You did know that, okay, this place is not, it's not all that and you still just have faith in them and you went there and you are not surprised that it was terrible. Anyways, I sympathize with you because it's nothing to laugh about. But um, third question is, what was the biggest shocker for you about life in camp? Habiba said they cooked white rice without adding salt. And we were told that's how they cook their own white rice. Okay, so I need, I need um, Egyptian people and Enugu state people to come out at this point to defend their honor. Because well, people in Enugu states, why are you cooking rice without salt? And then for people that are in Ekiti, Amaya blasts like the whole state. So you guys really need to come out and defend your states. But Mr. Dominic, for question three, what was the biggest shocker for you about life in camp? Mr. Dominic said the biggest shocker for him is that they believe that their food is worth it for humans. They believe that their food is worth it for humans. Now, Mr. Dominic comes in Kano State, same as me. So, somehow, somehow I can relate. But in camp, I was kind of like a big guy. I didn't really use my food card or and queue in the kitchen for because I asked more money. I'd been working before I even graduated for like a few months. I had small change in my pocket. So I was kind of like a big girl. Well, so their food, I was not shocked with the um, condition of their food because is Nigeria something that the Nigerian government is in charge of. I already expected the worst. But I think what shocked me the most was considered tiredness. I was always tired because you don't have any time for yourself. Every single second, minute of your day is allocated to something. And it's not something of your own doing. You don't have a choice. You don't have you don't have rights over yourself. It's what they say you should do that you must do. So I was always tired because we were always occupied. I wasn't sleeping enough and I like to sleep. I wasn't sleeping enough. I wasn't resting. You would sleep late, wake up early, jog, do different, and then at the end of the day, they will not even let you sleep well. So me, I was always tired and it was upsetting for me because well, I'm always tired. And it kind of made me not really want to partake in anything because anytime you see me, I look like who wants to sleep. Then the charging issue also surprised me because I had to do pay to charge. In my adult years, I've not really seen pay to charge point. So I want to surprise me small that there were no sockets in the rooms. Now the toilets. We could have like an hour's conversation about that toilet. It was so bad that this situation people that if they catch you misbehaving, you will wash toilet. And that was a genuine concern for people. People were actually scared that they would tell them to wash toilets. People were in their, on their best behavior. And me, I am people. I was one of the people on my best behavior because I did not even want to, I did not want to hear it. I did not want to have it. That you tell me. It was so, it was pit latrine. It was pit latrine. I've not seen pit latrine. Like, I've not seen it in years. Like, I don't even know the last time I saw pit latrine. Like, I think I saw it in textbooks or something, but I've not seen it in real life. 5D. I saw people that you in life. And do you know that there are people that were using it? People use it, they will still not even flush. Ah, 
awkward. Anyways, the toilet, it was nasty. Water used to go down on the floor. If you want to go and bathe, there's this particular stall at the end I used to go to. That one was a bit decent. That's when I used to go and bathe. I can never hang my toe on the door because it was disgusting. I used to put my toe inside my bucket. Let them not contaminate my toe and ultimately contaminate me. But yeah, the toilet really surprised me because I'm like, it's you people are collecting money. Why is this place looking like this? So for me, um, for the responses I got for question three, what was the biggest shocker for you about life in camp? I got all the responses from Nonso, from Poe, from Amenya, and from Beverly about the biggest shocker for them in camp. Okay, hold on. So I'm just going to play their audio for you right now. What was the biggest shocker for you about life in camp? Uh, the toilets. Okay, I think for me, the biggest one was the fact that they just switched from using wells to boreholes. Like the boreholes and the tanks we saw there were new. So people were still using wells, they're still dragging, drawing water from wells. Coming out of camp, like it was literally the same thing almost everywhere. So it was very hard to find like a house. But it was it was weird to see that in 2023, in 2022, people were still dragging water from wells. And they still are dragging water from wells. What was the biggest shocker for me about life in camp? Um <laughs> I thought three weeks is just, you know. Three weeks now, for I know you are done. Guy, yeah, it was like two years for me. I was tired. The times where Jesus, I almost cried. <laughs> they want to kill me with much past. I'll be buried. Yeah. For me, that's the biggest shocker because it was as if the days were not going anymore. I beg, I beg. It was. <laughs> but I think for me, shockers that I experienced in camp was the fact that. People go there another three weeks, they were in love. Couple with the fact that we didn't even have the time to really mingle. You're always like always on the field most of the time. So I don't know how people fell in love. And then the fact that married people that were married or probably had like serious relationships outside. You go there and mess up. I used to think that people were just saying it before going to come, I used to like hear those stories. So I used to feel like they're just like stories. But then again, when I went to my own camp. It actually happened. Alright, so um we just heard from Nonso, Owe, Ameya, and Beverly. Nonso seconded me, and said the toilets, and honestly, I really would have heavy. The toilets were nasty. Powai said, biggest shock of hours, people were going there another three weeks. They were in love. And that's a very valid question. These are the issues slender relationship people every time. Even in three weeks, if you want to start something, three weeks. And the funniest part is, almost every batch that goes to camp, they hear stories like that and like, don't do anything funny, don't do this on that one, no, because if we catch you, you'll be sent home. Every batch is giving the same story, like the same guideline when it comes to having funny relationships in camp. Still upon still, regardless upon even though. People used to still get caught, even in my camp, in my batch, after they made the announcement publicly. They still caught him already in my camp. And that's, it, I don't even blame people that went there to fall in love, you know. So people, they don't have home training. You talk to them small, like just give them small attention. They are in love already. And that um, camp, it's just you and probably you and the person, you are like in Big Brother Ninja House. 
body so everybody on their compound an entire compound so you people are just there together always seeing yourself so i can understand liking the person but they were in love so people even propose to each other after three weeks is there something wrong at home nobody loves you at home you propose after three weeks <laughs> but the funny thing is that those are already married or they already have relationships outside you have a commitment some of your commitments are legally binding for those that are married legally and morally binding for those that is just relationship you're only just morally binding you will now go there to go and do escapade for only three weeks it's what is it that you have not seen outside that is inside that place you want to quickly collect one or two you will not go and fool yourself inside camp that one too shocks me sharp because i don't know i don't i just don't know if we're doing it um and i think what i said is very valid we, we don't have any time for ourselves so what time do you have to fall in love you relationships are the ones that will make nyc tighten the schedule more because they can see that these people have chance maybe that's why they are loving themselves and seeing chance to post each other and propose please let's not add let's not add for to our own fire amaya said what surprised that the most of our camp is all the taps and bubbles were new so therefore they are just migrated from using well I said before that the people need to come out here and defend their honor. Because why is it in 2022? It's not equal having tap. Is it glow network used to use? Is it just not like we're hearing that people have been having tap since? But I don't know if it was just a part of equity that she was in, but honestly, so much slander was going to equity people from Amelia. And I, I when I say I need them to come and defend their honor, I really do. Then what did Beverly say was the biggest shocker for her. I really can't remember what Beverly said. Was the biggest shocker for her. But yeah, so we're going to keep it moving the next question i asked is um what is something about calm that you found totally unnecessary and would remove if you had the power mr dominic said he would remove the 21 days thing calm habiba said she would remove that whole forcing couples to do parade what mr dominic said i really relate because we don't need 21 days probably we need like one week so we know what we're supposed to do within the one year we're outside and then let us go that's 21 days although they've already said it that they already said that they want to start drafting us for war. So I'm grateful to God that me, I'm done with my own. So the rest of you that are busy collecting this 3K, just prepare your mind. You might see yourself in Sambisa tomorrow. They're like giving you vigorous training, all those manual drills. It's because you are last line of defense for this country. So don't think it's that's the like 3K that pay you is waste. Who's the 3K is given? War is expected. So they might draft you for war. But I really don't think 21 days is necessary. You can just do that one week. Let's be going home. Let's go and start the service. They're forcing couples to do parade. The thing is, if they make it like no compulsion, they say, okay, you can do or you cannot do. Some people refuse to do. Like most people will not want to shake, but they don't want to do anything. So I feel like that's why they need to make it compulsion for everybody. Because after all, you all came here to be mentally and physically prepared for labor market and for adult life. So I kind of see where they're actually coming from. Alright, so um those are the text responses I got. Me for me, if I'll change anything about camp, that waking up early is is very unnecessary. It's like top two most unnecessary things about camp. And it's not even number two, it's probably number one. There's no need to wake up that early. Honestly. You can wake up late so that they will shorten the time by you to do Said. They will shorten that Said time. So don't let us wake up by 8 a.m. Then let's say start by 12, end by 2. That's how it should be. Well, yeah, I got audio responses to this question from Amenya, from Maru, and from Poe. So I'm going to play their responses for you guys right now. 
necessarily unnecessary. It was the restrictions from wearing like thicker clothing or longer clothing because according to them, it wasn't part of the NYC uniform. At the time I, w- I went to camp, I think it was July, entity was cold. The place was, it was freezing. And they, they wouldn't let you wear anything thick. Please, those people, like, very unnecessary. Why in heaven's name would someone deploy in Bigo? Please, if it also remove side, those things are not necessary. The most of us have already gotten the entrepreneurial skills from Terrell level from various universities. So please, please remove Said. One thing I would have, I found totally unnecessary and would have removed if I had the power. You see that Said? That um, Said program where you have to like attend lectures. I find it so unnecessary because, I mean, why are we having lectures? Why not just go straight to the practical aspect of it? As I feel like science should focus more on the practical aspects of it from the onset so that the three weeks will be able to like learn a lot of things before leaving camp. So clearly everybody has beef inside. Nobody wants to decide. They should scrap it. I feel like because federal government knows that nobody wants side. That's the reason why they will keep side. In fact, the lectures will not even start, not from 9 a.m. The lectures will start from 5. There's some lectures that you used to start immediately you leave parade ground after being morning devotion. Anyways, um, Amaya said they started from wearing thick clothes in her camp, so she found that one very annoying. If it was not your white and white, don't wear anything. And that's how I feel like this thing is not one size fits all. One camp can have their madness, another camp can have a different kind of madness, because my own camp, they let people wear, put on thicker clothing for protection. In fact, I saw people marching on that rain in my camp. If it should even drizzle. Drizzle like the second nature. So yeah, everybody to your tent to your Israel. Because we don't have power to treat anybody. So all of you disperse. And that's how we should disperse. Even on the day of um the official swearing in um the, the official swearing in here, yeah, I think really would scatter the whole thing. Like she was giving her speech and really just scattered everything. Everybody just scatter. So our one was like that, they used to let us wear thick clothes, they used to let us protect ourselves from the elements. And I feel like it was because it didn't have drug in the center. You go and catch malaria, you go and catch cold, you are coughing. Sorry for you, you wait three weeks before you get to maltreat yourself. That's just my feeling, yeah. Anyways, Mara said blowing bigel is unnecessary. The other part about that bigel is how relentless it is. Like, we've heard now, and don't keep doing it. We've heard, be going, we, we, we can see you go. But don't keep blowing it, so I think... I don't think if it is unnecessary because they don't blow it in my ear. If they blow it in my ear, then that's when me and the person probably fight. But I don't think big is unnecessary. And then she said Said. Said is unnecessary. I support that as well. Please. Anything. Even the um all that talking, talking, talking about intermediation, blah 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 blah. I think they should have been more focused on the practical. Like we should have stayed practical for the skill acquisition from from the first day in camp. Would have more time to practice now in camp be excuse it though it was kind of like just let me just participate then i'll be like i did not do anything that's how people did it because they use talk to cover everything more practical less theory all right so next question is is there any particular event that was memorable or funny for you in camp please share with us mr dominic said that he enjoyed the parade so for this question i have audio responses from i think only beverly and maru then I enjoyed social nights and the competitions between the platoons because I participated in those ones at least. I 
represented my tribe, going to shake my gum bum like a little babe. My platoon, we I think we won like third place for two different things. I can't remember because I remember how it was when we got one trophy and we we're going. They now called us again for another trophy. You see the way we ran back. Hey, we're so happy. Ran back to go and collect the second trophy. So I enjoyed all of that as well. It was fun. Then another thing that was memorable for me in cramp was the day I spent in the hospital and it was actually because of cramps. It was actually because of cramps. I was just throwing up anyhow. They, I, they gave me drugs to swallow that would stop me from throwing up. I vomited the tablets. So at that point, they didn't even want to keep me in the hospital before. They are like, it's not just cramps. It's just giving drugs. I vomited it, came back, gave me drugs to make me stop vomiting. I vomited it, came back. That's when they realized, ah, this one, what I don't pass Garyo. They don't have to admit me. I could not keep food in my stomach. I was throwing up. And if you ask me what's my problem, period. Now only period cause of this one. My roommate was in shock. Like she was like, she was stressed out. Like she didn't know what to do because ah, ah. Is it period doing this one like this? It wasn't like it was something serious. But I spent the whole day in the hospital. They had to now give me drip. They had to inject painkillers inside my body since I could not swallow anything. They had to inject the one that was stopping from throwing up. They had to inject it too. Then I slept and then when I woke up, my boyfriend that time, he now sent me some money as sorry for what happened to you. And I went to my room to enjoy myself and then I went back to my hostel. But yeah, that one was memorable too. Spending the day in the hospital over over cramps. But um, like, like I said, I got um, audio responses from Beverly and from Maru. So I'm going to play those responses now. Is there any particular event that was memorable and funny for you in camp? Oh, yes. Um, I went for Miss NYC. It was the most amazing time I had in camp because I enjoyed every bit of the catwalk, every bit of the questions and dance. You know, it was amazing. But you know, these people give me thought runner up. Me face of congeniality nigeria 2021 me they gave me third runner up it was full of ojoro eh? ojoro and partiality it was annoying though but then and also the last thing that was funny and really memorable for me was <laughs> my camp boyfriend <laughs> everybody knew us in camp if anywhere you see beverly you see marcus like if they had done mr and missy something in camp i would have won that thing because what mm, is there any particular event that was memorable and funny for you in camp my death, no event was funny and memorable. <laughs> the only memorable event I have is that my phone got spoiled and I hate, I hate it in camp. I hated it in camp. Like, I dislike camp with all my heart. So it was the food that I went on like a food tasting spree across all the variations of my Mamaka. Mamaka was like a little colony of of Nigeria. Of, like, a little, no, not colony of Nigeria. A little slice of Nigeria, basically, where every... Um, tribe was kind of represented in the food that was being made. So I just used to go around and eat different foods. And that was fun. My stomach didn't like me for it. So, Nosso sent me a very graphic response for how the toilets in his camp was and how it was for him when he now starts tooling as a result of the camp food. But I feel like you cannot blame anybody for that one because you're the one that went around eating things you don't know. Me, I kept my eating very simple low. I don't even think I swallowed in that camp. Let me not swallow the one that it's not swallow me. Mm. I was eating only rice if people don't have rice. I like I had only rice and spaghetti rice after carbohydrates. By the time I came back, 
I look at where I have kafioko. My head was bigger than the rest of my body. But I do not mind because I don't want to go and eat what will now turn my stomach. Then Beverly said for her, her boyfriend, this is my problem relationship people. You have gone and you have come boyfriend. It's a time that I used to have office husband. You are going to church, you have church husband. Stay one place. So she had a calm boyfriend that everybody, everybody knew her for. Nobody knew me for anything. I was very quiet. Oh, I did join OBS, although I hardly ever participated because any small time I have, I needed to go and sleep. They used to chase me everywhere. I went on air only like two times. Every other time they were chasing me, come and talk, come and talk to me. They want to sleep. I used to put off my phone, which should not disturb me. Anyway, she, um, Beverly also said she did miss NYSC. And she did not get this. They gave her a third one now. Sorry. You won Miss Congeniality. Nobody drag with you. So don't drag NYC with tall girls, please. Per. I'm taller than you, so I can boldly say this. But um, last but not the least, Mara said she, she hated it. She absolutely hated it. And I can relate to that as well. Fun fact, me, I was going to do Miss NYC too. But I know that I wanted to replay. Before I would not go and win, you can see I'm a fine girl. I'm, I'm the aspect. I'm what they're looking for in a Miss NYC. Let me not go and win now. They will not say, okay, this one, you cannot read the plow Miss NYC to another state. So even as they tell me to do my platoon, I said, I'm not doing Let it not keep me in this camera. I don't want to stay. So I did not do it. But last and final question, last and final question is, there will be multiple people who are yet to pass through NYC listening to this episode. Give them an advice or two that will help them in camp. Mr. Dominic said, get money before you go to camp. If you can, come close to your house. Because life after NYC is also important. Aviva said, contentment is key. Me, I already said it before. Have like 15 passports. Anything you want to buy that you know you can buy outside. Buy it outside. Don't wait to get inside to start buying. Um, What else? What else? What else? What else? Well, I don't know. Okay, but for all your responses, I go from Nonso, Amaya, Beverly, Maru, Poe, and I go from Ayo. Ayo said that it's a necessary evil. Like... It doesn't recommend because he didn't even go to camp. It doesn't recommend, but it's it's something you have to go through for the certificate because it becomes a necessary evil, especially if you see yourself in this country long term. So I'm going to play the audio for Nonso, Amenia, Beverly, and Maru, and Poe right now. My dear, <laughs> all I can tell you that would help you in camp is just. Go with enough cash. Go with enough cash and enough passports because in camp, like the prices of things literally triple. So go with enough cash to camp. Go with um, enough passport photographs because they are going to ask for up to 12 passports from you. There's a lot of things to learn, but the only place you really enjoy NYC is in camp because once you're out, um, you're your own. But this NYC, they will stress you. But then, I think for me, NYC, one year of NYC is a time where you find yourself. You find who you really are and what you really want to do in life. It's just a space where you think while you're serving your country in a particular place and you think, oh, this is what I want to do when I come out. This is what I want to, you know. So that's basically for me. So if you know that you are in this space and you really want to serve your country, go ahead for you <laughs> if you don't want to it's not by force so uh, number one pro tip join obs don't let anybody fool i think join all those that are jumping out of the jungle movement or coming out to just join obs when you're doing prayers i was tired i went to sleep so join obs wherever you're in that's the best thing to do in camp 
So first things first, know that camp is no fun. That is the biggest line of the pit of hell. Know that you are going to suffer. Know that you are going to inconvenience yourself. Know that you are going to use a bit. Like you are going to use one bedroom with like maximum 48 people. Advice I'll give to somebody going to camp. For me, just have an open mind to camp. Because me, I went there with an open mind and I actually enjoyed camp. I don't care about whatever anybody's saying. Because if I say this to people, they always look at me like in a very, very weird way. Whenever I say I enjoyed camp. For me, I enjoyed camp. So I don't know. Camp was fun for me. So just go there with an open mind. Alright, so um, Nonsa said join OBS and you will not do all those. Yeah thousand of the jungle things in camp i like i said this thing is not one size fits all one camp can be different from the other i joined obs in my camp and i still did everything and it was the biggest shocker for me because i thought people said if i joined obs it will not happen like this why is it not happening like this what's going on why do people lie to me but my own camp even though i was in obs i still had to participate ah then poet said have an open mind it's true with all the baba things you have heard here today you might be scared to go but please don't do that. Open up your mind because you could end up in one of those reasonable camps. And the thing is, it's not just about the camp itself. The people there you meet can, you know, help shape your experience and make it fun for you. So, yeah, as Poweda said, have an open mind. Maro said, no, that camp is not fun. So, me too, I'll support Maro. No, that is not fun. You share battle with 100 people. It's not fun at all, but still, have an open mind. Know that, okay, I could suffer. Know that, okay, I could enjoy it. And whatever you see there, just wing it. Ameya said, have cash. I support that a lot. I want to drop mic, but I don't want to spoil the new mic. But I support that a lot. Have cash. When I was in camp, I, I keep saying I had more money, so I did not suffer. I did not suffer because I had money, and I knew there is money that funded my lack of suffering. Um. Okay, I already said no. So said join OBS. Now Beverly's own. I, I want to take her own last because I don't know what she's talking about. She said said NYC is here. You get to figure out yourself. Or you know what you want to do with your life. I finished NYC since. I'm. Do, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just winging this life. So. It's not, it's not like the way she said it is, though. You might not know what you want to do after your one year of NYC. You might still be there looking at yourself. You just, it's your own journey, it's your own process. So you get to find out for yourself. Now, that was the last question. And that being said, we are now at the end of this particular episode. Let me know what you think about it. If you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe, like, and comment. If you're listening on any of our other platforms, please follow or subscribe to the podcast on any platform you're listening to it on. We don't have that many followers on listening platforms and we have like an average of 48 um, listens per episode. If all those 48 people can at least follow the podcast everywhere. If I don't, they go places by now. Are you kidding me? Um, that aside, you can follow us on social media as well. Um, you can leave a comment. If you're from the podcast, just leave a comment you can come into my dm you can say something like that oh i listened to the episode and it was nice and i enjoyed it oh i listened to the episode and i did not enjoy it so i can block you because i hate that anyways like i said that brings us to the end of this episode i hope you guys thoroughly enjoyed it now for the next episode we're still going to talk about nyc we're going to talk about life after camp if you think camp is the ghetto life after camp is the trenches life after camp is slum so for the next episode, I'm still going to reach out to people to give their own. Like, I'm going to give, like, a list of questions for people to respond to, tell me what they think, so I can share with you guys again. So, if you receive my questions, please don't send voice notes. 
those of us that are stressed me, send text. It's going to be strictly text that we receive. I always talk about life after calm, best practices, how to wing it, how to do this and that, how to do everything and net. But most importantly, you're going to hear the truth about what life after NYC camp and after your entire university is actually like. I think that brings us to the end of this episode and it's, it's, it's a really long episode, honestly. I'm even scared. People might not listen to this point. But if you do listen to this point, I know that I love you and I appreciate you. And at this point, I've got to go. Until next time, all my love. Bye.